Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot, all right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail on this November 22nd, 2022, in the year of our Lord. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Why am I late? Why am I wearing a fucking jacket right now? A lot of things not going my way. I'm not going to lie. So uh, I apologize for being late. Generally, I'm quite on time. I like to think I'm a pretty timely man. Um, shout out to all the uh, the low-value males, the scrotes, the negative-value males, the queens, the kings, all of you. Uh, but we were shooting sketches all day because we've got the holidays coming up. Uh, a lot of stuff with that. So uh, we got all that. So we were filming sketches all day. And then the last one we were filming with Ryan and Ian Fidance way out in Brooklyn. And we got caught in traffic. So I had to start a little late. I apologize. But then also, because I'm a fucking idiot... I wore a green sweater. And so I don't know if you know, some of you rubes think that this is my actual place, but it's not. It's a green screen. Um, And then if you wear a green sweater, then you become fucking see-through, which I didn't think about. So uh, not working out, taking some L's, and it's also freezing in the studio, so then I've got to wear my jacket. But maybe it'll come off if you're lucky, you dirty sluts. Uh, Welcome to the show, everybody. We We got a banger. Banger of an episode um, for you this evening, and, w- and welcome to you all. We got some good stuff, good good stuff planned. A um, couple of things to get out of the way. So this is we're back with part four of the conspiracies episode. I was trying to rack my brain. I was like, are there any? Because I was like, should I do a Thanksgiving episode? Should I do a uh, a Thanksgiving? Are there Thanksgiving conspiracies? That's what I was kind of wondering about. I'm like, are there specifically Thanksgiving conspiracies that exist? I don't know. I don't know if there are. If there are, please call in if you have one. Uh, We're going to open up the phone lines shortly. I don't have a ton planned off the top because normally I I work on the show during the day, but I was gone all day. So, uh, But we got some stuff. We got some stuff. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, A few few notes. So, of course, if you'd like to support the show... um, you can do so. Actually, before I get to that, yeah. So, anyways, what I was saying, conspiracy episode is part four. I'm trying to do one conspiracy episode a month because people seem to like them. I don't want this to be a full on conspiracy show, but I like them. Um, shout out to my current favorite conspiracy, the Black Hebrew Israelites, uh, which we maybe will talk about. I don't know. Is that a conspiracy? It definitely tickles the same part of my brain. Um, I, I would say as that. Uh, so, anyways, um, and then also. I was like I said I was going to do these like Thanksgiving stories, but then we had done like a crazy in-laws episode. 
But then also, some people must have some crazy Thanksgiving, some stories with the family and all that nonsense. So, if you have some good ones, definitely uh, you can call in with those. But, yes, so, a little housekeeping before we get to it. Shout out to everybody who, who's uh, watching the show. And, again, I apologize for being late. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash lowvaluemail. Uh, for five bucks, you can get access to the weekly after show, which we'll be doing a little late today because we're starting late. The show will be done at 11. Uh, merch discounts, vote on the topics, sponsor episodes, early access to uh, female dating strategy, and the bathhouse audio. Um, by the way, shout out uh, to Lilith from the female dating strategy. Apparently, I just found out that she's having some health problems and she's no longer with the show. At least temporarily, uh, Lilith, we wish you a speedy recovery from whatever it is uh, that's going on with you. It's 50% chance it's not real. But um, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I just saw her tweet about it because uh, I was looking at her tweets. And then um, I realized that she's not on the show, which is not good for the female dating strategy streams if there is none. But I imagine the two of the other two will keep keep it going. And then maybe I could replace Lilith. <gasps> I never even thought of that. Maybe I could, And she's Canadian. Maybe they could replace her with me. I didn't even think about that. Anyways, um, support the show. Help me get to 500 subscribers. Once we get to 500, I'll start doing a daytime low-value mail as well. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on Rumble. You can support on... Uh, subscribe to me on Rumble. Who knows if I'll ever get my YouTube channel nuked. Danny Jokes over there. And then uh, for those of you who hate Patreon locals, uh, you can subscribe to me, lowvaluemail.locals.com. I'll become a member here on YouTube. Uh, and of course, sorry to mention... Because I didn't mention it, but I'm giving away, uh, as always, a channel subscription uh, for 100 likes. Just hit that like button. Give the old Smash Arena 100 likes giveaway uh, channel membership, as we always do. And new episode of The Bathhouse tomorrow at 1030. Uh, normally it's at 10, but I got a spot that I got to do, and it'll be too tight. So we're just going to start at 1030. Uh, last week was... Every week has been better than the previous week. Every week... Has been the best episode yet, so check out the bathhouse. It's super fun. Um, and one last thing, if you're in Toronto, December, I'll be with Ryan on the 16th and 17th. And the 15th, we're doing a live episode of the Boys Cast in Toronto. So come, that's going to sell out for sure. Uh, come join us for the first ever historic live Boys Cast. All right, to the episode. So we are, is a conspiracies Spiracies episode. We got some 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 spiracies. Uh, Let me see if the phone's working. Yeah, the phone's working. So, uh, this is my favorite. One of my favorite things of the past weekend. So, first off, old Donnie, old Donnie Trump, back on Twitter. What a development, huh? I don't know if he's going to be tweeting, but so Elon goes. And I mean, some of this stuff was pretty amazing. Okay, by the way, the jack's getting hot, so the. Uh, it must have been just temporarily cold. But um, so Elon Musk, people know, I don't know if this is necessarily in the realm of conspiracies, but our boy Elon Musk puts up a poll because I think he's he's a bit of a marketing whiz that we're not. Uh, the phone lines are currently closed. They will be open shortly. But um, our boy Elon, uh, he's a bit of a whiz. In this marketing stuff, because he was saying, oh, I'm going to have this independent council, and that's how we're going to decide on when people are going to come back. But then I think he's just bleeding money over there, so he's like, what do we got to do? So then Friday night, he's just like, you know what? Should Donald Trump be back on Twitter? Does a poll. First off, amazingly, it gets 15 million votes, um, 52 to 48% win for yes 
reinstate old uh, Trumpy on Twitter. Apparently, it got like 140 million impressions, which is wild. Uh, just, I mean, you could, it, it is interesting how you could so easily just get the consensus of a huge amount of people so quickly. Now, granted, it can be gamed. There's lots of fake votes, fake accounts, obviously, but. You know, you got to imagine a chunk of those are probably real. And then he just puts them back on. So Donald Trump, his account's been reinstated. Will he tweet? Nobody knows because it'll kind of uh, fuck him over for his whole truth social thing, which stinks if you ever use it. Legitimately stinks. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it, it's it's quite interesting. What's going to happen with that? But yeah, so because I've been obsessed with Twitter, I've been all over Twitter. Twitter has been lit uh, as of late. It's been the best app. It's better than TV. But so CBS, CBS had the best shit. CBS basically said they go, we're uh, we're stopping. I think on Friday night they go also on Friday night go, yo, Twitter's getting too wild right now. Uh, so we're gonna stop tweeting until. Until we just kind of have an idea, which I didn't understand. They said something about like safety too. They're like, until we can understand um, the safety of the matter, uh, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop tweeting. Which like, what does that even mean? Like the amount of people who are calling for Twitter to just straight up, uh, they're like, oh, I don't know if people are like, follow me on Instagram. Twitter might not be working tomorrow. And you're like, okay, well, it survived Trump coming back and World Cup and all this shit. So I think we're fine. I think we could say. Twitter's passed the test. It's good. I don't think it can go anywhere. Or maybe it can. I don't know. But they're able to... But anyway, so CBS is like, yeah, we're... Twitter's so unsafe right now. Right? Twitter's... Twitter is unsafe. So they're like, we're pausing our whole thing. And then... Uh... <laughs> Which is insane to me, right? But they're like, we're pausing our whole thing. Uh, and then the next day, I think? I think it was the next day. I believe it was the next day. They go, uh, after pausing for much of the weekend to assess the security concerns, CBS News and Stations is resuming its activity on Twitter as we continue to monitor the situation. What situation? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't understand what situation. Like, the, there's no situation. It was never, there's just, they put Trump back on. Like, what did they think? That Trump was going to come back on and start being like, here's a list of all CBS News employees who need to be beheaded. And even if that was happening, you're still, that's a real world safety issue. I think you could tweet. I think the problem is, is they have like 9 million followers and they get like less engagement on their tweets than I do. And they probably were like, mm, you know what? This is maybe a good good way to just exit this whole situation. And then... The nerve of CBS. CBS comes out, uh, I believe it was yesterday or uh, yesterday or two days ago. CBS comes out and they go, hey, we uh, we can confirm that the Hunter Biden laptop is in fact real. Two years after it came out, literally two years, more than two years more than two years after it came out, CBS is going, hey, everybody, just so you know, we're we're proper journalists. See, that's the thing. The New York Post, they just released that shit two years ago. They had no idea. Nobody knew if it was. We took the two years. We took our time. And we can now confirm. You're like, what is this even for? 
Like, is it like, is there someone at CBS and they go, you know what? Uh, it's real, real good for business if we're just constantly getting made fun of everywhere. I know it's not the best attention we can get, but it's better than nothing. So let's just put out this stuff. Or they're living in, I mean, there are people, there is very much a tale of two realities when I'm watching, when I'm on Twitter, you know? Like, there's all these people who are like, Twitter's unsafe. Um, you know, this is the death of like Elon, like, like the Elon Musk is an idiot camp, which, you know, there's no shortage of people who are like, Elon Musk is a stupid loser. And like, I don't know if he's either of these things. You might not like him. Uh, but it really like this whole Twitter thing of him buying Twitter is really kind of shaking up the whole news thing. Cause they're just outing. Not that people didn't know that they were kind of like full of shit. But now they're really just really full of shit with stuff like this, where they're like, oh, the Hunter Biden laptop. Turns out that's that's real, huh? And you go, yeah, that's that is real, boys. Thanks for playing. Um, no updates on the FTX saga, which, again, rife with conspiracies there. We have a lot of conspiracies with the FTX stuff. Um, I was looking into it. They haven't arrested the guy yet. Apparently, Sam Bankman-Fried is still scheduled to speak next week at some like New York Times event, which they keep promoting. Um, I can't imagine he's going to do that because I would guess the moment he steps on American soil, they're going to arrest him for one of the biggest frauds in the history of the United States. Shout out to me for getting wrapped up in one of the biggest frauds in the history of the United States. Uh, so no updates there. And then one last thing, and then we'll open the phone lines um, because I know I'm late, so we've got some little time to make up. But uh, I tried to get this guy to call in tonight because there's this guy who's like this expert on the black Hebrew Israelites. Funny enough, we were just filming at this space in Brooklyn, and then the guy who let us in, he's a very nice guy, by the way, but he was he was a black Hebrew Israelite because he, uh, uh, he was black, for one, but then he had like a huge Star of David. A huge one, which I can only assume those uh, that's what that is. I didn't really want to get into it because we were kind of on a time crunch. But yesterday, so Kyrie Irving came back yesterday. And then this is like the really annoying stuff, too, to be honest, because I actually like so Kyrie Irving came back. And then there's this faction of the black Hebrew Israelites. They're called um, something. They're like based in New York. They actually have a. I actually was thinking for tonight I'd prank call one of them, but I don't think any of them are open. But they're called like the I I U I C. Their website's iuic.tv. Um, they are what's the ac- what's the acronym? I can't find them. I can't find what they're called. But you can go to their website, iuic. Um, dot TV. They're the Israel. They're basically the a version because I guess there's multiple versions of them. But so they showed up yesterday at the Barclays Center to in support of of Kyrie Irving. Uh, and then Jalen Brown, who plays for the Boston, Boston Celtics, uh, great basketball player. He was like tweeted essentially in support. He's saying like something energy or whatever. I believe him when he said he didn't know what they were. He thought they were, um, like a fraternity that, and then they showed the photo and they did look exactly the same, but now this is causing this whole stink. Cause now he's gotta be like, Oh, I don't. And everybody's like, well, I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you have these giant platforms. Because I will say, Kyrie was trying to say, like, oh, I'm not promoting this movie. And I don't think he was promoting it. But I was part of me was like, once you hit some sort of critical mass of fame, anything you do is essentially a promotion almost. Like, if that makes sense. It's almost like any single thing you do becomes 
becomes a promotion because I mean I barely knew about the Hebrew Israelites. I think most people didn't, you know. And then now, like if you go in there, I was watching their YouTube stuff, and they're and they're like, yeah, we've never had more attention on us. Now's the, our time. So you know they've brought a lot of awareness to them. Uh, I feel bad for Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown got kind of caught up in the whole thing. Uh, but I will say I've th- th- that is like a that is the realm of conspiracy, which I am incredibly fascinated about the Black Hebrew Israelites. I love them. I love them. I, I kind of wanted to call them and see if I could show up, but then they also they kind of scare me. So um, I don't I don't know exactly what to do there. I don't know what to do there, but uh, they are fun. Okay, you know what? Let's open the phone lines. Uh, before I do, just one more reminder: hundred likes, and I'll give away a channel membership. Can't go wrong on that. Uh, okay, so what? Let's let's get down to it. What is we want to we want to hear some new conspiracies. We had a guy actually call in um a a, page, a patron. Oh, we got our first call here. I didn't even hit the button and we got our first call. All right, let's get to it. And we'll, we'll talk some more. Hello. Hey. Hey, baby. what's up? Welcome to Low Value Mail. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm going to uh say I'm Bob Lazar. Hey, Bob Lazar. And cool. I'm one of the OG so, uh, want to know how this, uh, I know Bob, I know Bob as awesome as it, as it should be. What's that? Uh, want to know how the UFO conspiracy is not as cool as you think it is? I would love to, Bob Lazar. Please, please tell me. <laughs> so, uh, he's a pretty cool guy. All the UFO stuff's whatever. But the cool thing is, he's actually one of the original Burning Man guys. That There's kind of thing... checks out to me, actually. Yeah. So, there's this thing called uh, uh, Desert Blast. Desert which is basically, Blast? Yeah. Okay. Which is basically like prototype Burning Man. Okay. And he's uh, the founder of it. And not many people know about it, but it was like a pyrotechnic and like gun and like vintage aircraft event that they would hold out there. And George Knapp like reported on it way before all the UFO crap. Oh. Okay. And basically, I'm pretty sure that they just sort of are buddy buddies out in the desert with a bunch of prostitutes and a bunch of pyrotechnics having a great time. I mean, yeah, that's the thing with the Burning the Burning Man stuff. My brother has gone to Burning Man. I know lots of people have gone, and they're just like, everybody who's trying to pretend like the point of it is not to just go get fucked up for a long period of time. Like, they're all just doing well, drugs. some of it's definitely like, oh, I got to test out this rocket. You know, where am I going to do that? Where am I going to ch- test out my jet-powered vehicle, you know? So there's some of that where it's like prototyping stuff like that. You know, like the Tesla was uh, revealed at Burning Man. You know, stuff like that. Is that true? Tesla's the first Tesla? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like the Roadster before Elon Musk was involved? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, everything I'm saying could be, you know, complete crap, but this is stuff that I've seen on YouTube, which is a very uh, reputable place from what I can tell. Sure, I mean, there's some stuff that's very, (laughs) very reputable on there. And uh, But so what you're saying, all the UFO stuff, what does this have to do with Burning Man? Oh, it has nothing to do with Burning Man. He's just that type of person. Oh, you're just saying so because, you're essentially saying because he has this one thing that's questionable that all the other stuff is? No, no, no. I'm saying that uh, I think the whole UFO stuff is uh, unrelated, and the cool story about Babazar is actually all of the the Burning Man stuff and 
tricking reporters into believing that he's like, you know, out working in a lab and yeah, all this stuff like that. And reality, he's like running a uh, lady of the night ring with uh, one of his wives and actually used to run like a little photocopying thing before Photoshop. So like, that's Bob where Lazaga? people are always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people are always like, oh, his credentials don't match. His credentials don't match. Yeah, I've heard the stuff he's with even, the credentials where people are like, I've heard that stuff before, yeah. Yeah, he's even admitted, oh, I used to run a photocopying booth or whatever. And this is before Photoshop, so. Interesting. All something right. to think about. And everything that he's ever been like arrested for, it has to do with his uh, other business, uh, United Nuclear, where he sells, like, you know... Uh, plutonium or whatever. Right. The hell. All, whatever. All he, you're allowed to sell plutonium or yeah, he has it's polonium or I don't know. Whatever, it's like it's one research stuff. It's yeah, not re, really regulated. He sells, re, yeah, he sells like research chemicals, basically. Yeah, literally, which is another Burning Man thing. You ever been there? They do a lot of research chemicals. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> um, cool. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Yep. Thanks. Oh, thanks for calling. Low value mail. Danny, I got in. Hi. Yeah, you got in. For some reason, I will say this is odd. All of a sudden, my phone just has call waiting working again, which I had turned it off a long time ago. And now hey. it's back. Anyways, who am I speaking with? Charlie from Florida. Charlie from Florida. How you doing, pal? Uh, I got a conspiracy theory. Let's hear it, Charlie from Florida. All right. Do you like nuclear energy? I do like nuclear energy. I think it could be the future. Now, what if I told you that our, our power problems have been solved and it was just all this coal power and fusion, it's just, it's all bullshit compared to what we have actually already created in the 70s. Yeah, I, I think I know that. I think everybody knows that, don't they? Isn't like the issue just everybody's worried about like the risk of a nuclear meltdown? Like, isn't that the reason why nuclear is such an issue? Because every or issue with people is they're like, well, what happens if... We have a, um, another Fukushima or Chernobyl or any of that stuff, even though so that stuff is this, pretty rare. This is, well, not to mention it's pretty rare. And we have actually created a type of reactor that solves all these nuclear problems. When you say problems. we, uh, who's we? You? The U.S. The U.S., okay. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I was talking to some sort of like basement nuclear scientist. Uh, I was a chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear specialist. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, very so I know, cool. I know a little bit about. Yeah, it, so you know, so. you know what's up. All right. I don't work on them though. Yeah, you don't work on them, but I mean, you could probably talk about them at a fairly high level. So we we created something in the basement of UT College in the 1970s called a, a, a fluoride thorium nuclear reactor. A fluoride thorium. Or just a thorium nuclear reactor. Okay. So the thing about thorium is that it's a nuclear fuel similar to uranium. But the problem is early on in the development of nuclear nuclear energy fuels, uh, uranium won out because it makes bombs, okay. nuclear bombs. Yeah. The, the fissile products of it. Thorium does not do this. But the actual reactors that it makes are low pressure, can literally power the U.S. for the next thousand years. We have pure thorium reserves just sitting and waiting, and the uh, 
the spent fissile material is only harmful to humankind for like, I don't know, it's a hundred or 500 years, something like that. Do you know where <laughs> a, a large portion of the world's thorium comes from? Uh, I want to say it's uh, China, China and other places. Yeah. But isn't that same with, with uranium and all that stuff as well? Yeah, a lot of places, a lot of stuff that's just like a comes from everywhere. Yeah. Um, but so thorium cannot be weaponized. So this would essentially yes. solve the issue so, of everybody. Worried. So why don't they use it then? Um, so our current breeder technology that we use uses the deuterium water. And uh, I'm, I may have mispronounced that, but yeah, it starts with a D. Uh, okay. Deuterium water, it, heavy water, okay. a.k.a. Yeah. And we uh, we produce power through boiling with that. Now, with molten salt reactors, they're actually they are incapable of melting down because once it once the uh, reaction stops, it goes cold and solidifies. Okay, therefore inherently safe. Yeah, interesting. So even though it's all true. The conspiracy is that since thorium didn't make bombs, uh, we handicapped ourselves for for no reason at all. Right, because they only want the ones that make bombs. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So power problems are solved. Yeah, I didn't know that. That is crazy that, I, w I mean, they wouldn't even try to now when there's a real energy problem. Like, there wouldn't even be talk about this. I imagine, like, how long does it take to get stuff like this online, though? Like, if you uh, start, like, a decade? I, I can go into a speculation mode here, but... Sure, the this whole show is speculation mode. So, the next Nuclear Exchange Commission, the NEC, meets in 2030. So, the rules on, you know, creating nuclear reactors, spinning these sorts of things up are heavily restricted, heavily tight. You know, money problems, this and that. Yeah. But the big thing is the actual rules can't even be can't even be changed until 2030. Oh, so we so can't even entertain so, this idea until 2030. Uh-huh. I imagine that we have all sorts of shit in the pipeline, but until until that until the meeting commences. Not no dice. No dice. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, the nuclear one, I never... I mean, I always understood the reason why certain people are, like, averse to it because of the tail... Yeah, guess, the, 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 the long tail risk, I guess, but... Yeah, I'd, I'd say look up the thorium reactor in UT. Yeah. And that'll... That, uh, that'll tell you everything you need to know. Cool. I'll check that, it out. That was built in the 1970s. Maybe we'll... Maybe on the after show we'll watch a video about... Um, UT is in University of Texas? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll make a note of that. Cool, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. No problem. Bye -bye. Love you, Dan. Bye. All right. Thorium. All right. Well, we got something to talk or watch about on the Patreon. By the way, I got a... Funny enough, on last week's episode, we were talking about the Trump thing, and then on the Patreon, I watched an old... Uh, speech or his is um inaug not an inauguration his announcement speech and then it played um keep on rocking in the free world by neil young for 10 seconds i got a copyright claim like where they blocked it hello i just got a little value mail yo danny it's other danny what's up other danny how you doing man 
Oh, not too bad. Yeah. So I don't have a conspiracy, but I missed your last show okay. about these scams. Yeah. Scam. Oh, you have a good scam. Uh, and just to mention to people, because I'm sure a lot of you know, but if you have a topic related to a previous week, feel free to call in. All right. So let's get the, let's get a good scam. All right. Did so you do the scam? Was... Did, did you watch the show? Because the best was the guy who called in. And he's like, I don't. I've never been scammed, but I do scams. And you're like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, know. I, I was about ex- to say, like, I actually <laughs> did the scam. I okay. didn't get scammed. <laughs> okay. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. So my friend like got this new job and he like got this fat salary okay and like he's my indian friend and he like watches a bunch of cam girls and stuff so we figured, what do you mean he he's what are those details pertinent to like you'll see oh, okay okay so he's he's so an he indian friend of yours of, and he just for fun watches cam girls yeah like okay. every single day really and, um, he just all day watches cam girls yeah so we decided like now that he had like a lot of dough that we would pose as a hot chick and um you know proposition that if he pays us 200 bucks then we'll send him a pair of our panties (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh so this is you and a friend scamming your other friend yeah gotcha okay and uh yeah we uh we made 200 bucks it was a pretty good scam Nice. And and so how did you pretend how did you trick him into thinking you were real cam girls? Um you know, just Snapchat getting pictures off the internet. Right. There's and a then, huge thing with that too. I mean, I guess that's just classic catfishing where people think they're talking to like some person and you're just like talking to some dude. You think you're talking to some hot chick. Of course. I but remember, the most satisfying part was how he was like bragging to us, like, yo, this hot chick. Oh, <laughs> she like that's too bad. Yeah. That is a shame. We, yeah, we were... Uh, it was a pretty satisfying scam at the end of the day. Yeah, this is not technically a scam, only because to refer to it would be bad, but I had a friend who, like, was bragging to us. We were actually just talking about the other night, this comic, and he's like, this is two years ago. Man, he's like, I hooked up with the hottest chick. He's like, she's a fucking model. And then another friend of ours was like, yeah, she's trans. And then, <laughs> And then he was he was bragging. He's like, this chick was so hot. It was insane. And we were in this group chat, and we all knew she was trans but him. So then he's like, dude, she's like, literally, I've never hooked up with someone so hot. And then we were like, yeah, she's trans. Um, Did he find out? Yeah, he found out. We told him. It was hilarious. We were going to wait for our one friend to tell him, but then we were like, we can't wait. We have to tell him. It was just too funny because uh, he would not stop bragging You should have let him find out the hard way. He tried to find out the hard way, wink, wink, and he said it was weird because he'd like try to put his hand down her pants, and she'd be like, literally push his hand away, and then I think she just like gave him a head or something. But uh, yeah, no dice. Good times. Yeah, good times. Anyways, thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. All right, see you. Bye. Solid scam. Solid scam. I'm gonna see if I can call off. What's the? What do I want to call? Turn off here. Call waiting. Yeah, call waiting. I do want to turn off call waiting. All right, we got another call. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Danny, what's going on, brother? This is Chris. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? I am excellent. So what do you got for us? Excellent. Well, I'm curious to know, has anyone ever dove into uh, the world of Gematria with you guys? No, 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 they haven't. The closest we got was Terryology. Do you know what Terryology is? Like tarot cards? No, 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 no. Terryology is um, Terrence Howard, the actor, <laughs> and then he came out yeah. with his new math. 
called teleology. <laughs> but no, we never got into gematria. Is like what? What is gematria again? It's like math or something, or it's some ancient like. So so yeah. So what it is is pretty much it goes back to um, Jewish mysticism. So it's it's the idea that everything is run uh, letters and numbers. Yeah. So so it's pretty simple. So. The world of sports, the world of politics, everything is ran off gematria. Was like, this you like can the look Bible at... code stuff? Remember that book <clears throat> that was really popular in the nineties? Um, I mean, this goes back. I mean, this is something that that truly goes back, and like you can see how this works in like day to day stuff, like with sports especially. Like you can we, we decode sports all the time. Like it's pretty much A equals one, B equals two, C equals three, okay, and then you can run it in reverse. Gotcha. You know, and I first got into it when, you know, Kobe Bryant died. You write Kobe Bryant, it equals 41. The other cipher equals 157. He died 41, 157 days after his birthday. Yeah, so, so this is similar. Okay, so if people don't remember, there was this book called The Bible Code. I wonder how, like, how much, like, randomness there is in this. Because what are you exactly, you're just looking for any sort of clue. So what right? I do, what I what I do is I go through and, I, and, like, I'll see, like, the day stuff that happens. Like, when everyone is like this, like, Everyone was all up in arms about like if you know back. Okay, a can, years can ago. we do one right now? Can we do a live Gamatria? Yeah, of course. Okay, right, so you, let, let's do, let's do. Um, I'll let you choose between uh, Joe Biden or Sam Bankman-Fried. Okay, well, I can t- let me tell you something real quick about Joe Biden. This, yes. this, this is exactly what I was going to say. Okay, okay, so the reason why Joe Biden was elected the forty-sixth president is because when you write out Catholic, it's thirty-five and forty-six. We've had two Catholic presidents, JFK, the 35th, killed yeah. at 46. And then yeah, you have Joe Biden, 46th president. Yeah. And so when you write out Donald Trump, it equals 48. Because what what's going to happen? Equals? Like, like you're saying the numbers. Like the numbers, yeah. Like, like the numbers. D is a four. It, exactly. And why exactly. do you add them? Why not multiply them? I guess those numbers would be. It's because it's just it's 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 the easiest thing. It's just adding one, two, three, four. One, right. two. I mean, it's it's just like that. So Donald like Trump his, equals forty eight. Okay, but he's going to be the forty eighth president because Kamala will take over in about a year. Wait, how is he the forty eighth? Forty eight. So wh- what are letters worth though? They're not worth their number in the alphabet. So it's it's A equals one, and then you do that to Z, and then in the other cipher you run it backwards, and Z would be. Um, 26 would be a, and then Z would be one. Cause they, they like to do things in reverse. You know, it's like the, the reverse of everything. Right. How well, cause so, Hebrew, they re- read right to it, left. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like day, a day story. You can be like, okay, when the monkey pox thing happened, I was like, I know it was bullshit because it happened on, uh, May 18th, the 138th day of the year. And when you write out monkey pox, just a equals one <laughs> B equals two, it equals 138. Yeah. But how is Donald Trump only equal 48? Because, like, those letters are kind of deep in the alphabet. Wouldn't it be like... Well, so, no, it's re- that, that's in the reverse running it back. That's in the reverse how of running you, it back. Now, how where, do you choose which one you're going to do in that instance? Um, well, you would you look at it in, like, di- you like with, with, like, basketball and, like, sports and things like that. When we go and, like, look through, like, UFC fights and all those things, like, and we kill it. And when you like, say you kill it, you're gambling on the outcome well, of these oh. games? 100%. So you use this to Okay, so let's um, one 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 100%. Okay, so that, that's that's okay. the main reason why okay, so I, I get down with this. So this is the Thanksgiving episode. This is what we're going to do right now, okay? We're, we're going to okay. we're going to put you to the test. I don't know how much information you can really provide. Okay. Um, but okay, so Thursday of this Thursday, week Thursday Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. 
We have a big football game coming up. We have the Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so let's do it on this. Who do you have? I'm not even a big – I'm not a sports gambler, but I'm just wondering. We're, we're, this is where we're going to test this out on. Okay, well, I can tell you why I liked the Cowboys upsetting uh, the or beating the Vikings yesterday on Sunday. Okay. Um, so what but it was is that day – stuff? One hundred percent. So when you added up Sundays, when you added up Sunday's numbers, it equals seventy three. So what, the Cowboys went Sunday's, seven and three. Yeah. So the Cowboys went seven and three. The Giants went seven and three. The Raiders went three and seven. All the uh, every, all these teams hit these numbers because it's okay, all well, scripted well, how out. About, how about this? Okay, the Giants right now are seven and three. The Cowboys are seven and three. Or seven and three, right? And they all, they both went seven and three on on Sunday when you added up all those days. It yeah. was seven three. So I bet the Cowboys and the what's it called? The games at four thirty. The game's at four thirty. Yeah. So if if I mean so you have I if I mean let me hold on let me go at this real quick let me just look at the Cowboys in that game Does so it's seven and matter? three the spreads nine. Well, and here's the thing. Dollars. So what what I what's the best way to do it if you're going to do it if there's something that's kind of close like a riddle you're just like I don't know it can go always take the points in the spread and they'll usually cover. Always take the points in the spread. Like I mean so like say the Cowboys like say it's like. Someone's going to go seven and four against the Giants in in the New York and Dallas is America's team, right? Sure. When you write out holiday, it equals seventy four, and Ameri- Fourth of July is obviously seven four. Fourth of July so, and holiday are both seventy four. When you write out when you write out holiday, it equals seventy four. When okay. you write out baseball, it equals one hundred and sixty two. There's one hundred and sixty two games in the baseball season. This is mental. You know, so it's 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 really simple. So what I would do is I would just. Look at the. I haven't looked into Thursday's games because I'm, I'm I've been on college ball today. Okay. And you know I saw a team upset today and it, they came through and they upset and it was perfect. And I can tell you right and now, you bet if on the upset. Puts, and you can bet on. Oh, that's all you do is you bet on. You try to find the dogs and you don't bet much. <laughs> you don't bet much, but you bet the what's it called? I right. mean, I picked who won the. I picked who won the Masters. Who won the I Masters? I picked the horses. Year? Um, what was that? No, no, it wasn't the Asian guy. It was, um, uh, you know, I go through so much stuff. I I forget who even won it, but yeah, it it was, I just, I looked into it. I saw what could happen. I was like, cool. And then I saw the numbers line up and he was a plus 2,500 to win it. Yeah. All right. Oh, Ricky Fowler. Uh, so are you rich? Someone says if this worked, you'd be rich. So are you super rich? Uh, no, it's not. It's not, I'm not super rich, but I know it's, I, because I don't go. I, I like to just do it in the sense where, like, I've hit multiple 12 game parlays. I mean, you're basically telling garlic. me right now that you have the almanac from Back to the Future. It's it's um, I'm 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 half Biff Tannen, yeah. and you know the rest is it's just, it's it's a number game. And I'm telling you, if people look into it, you'll see that the news it all goes by this code. You see the sports; they all line up like this thing. Like when when the Houston Astros won the World Series, Aaron Carter died in a bathtub that day. Right? <laughs> I love how those can be related somehow. Rip Aaron right? Carter. Right. Um, so so get this. So who? So Aaron Carter dies in the bathtub. Yeah. The day that that day the Houston Astros win the World Series. Yeah. What's the biggest celebrity that ever died and found dead in a bathtub? Winnie Houston. There you go. Oh, you just blew my mind, man. 
That's what I'm here to do. I'm telling you, just look at people look into it. You, you, all you do, all you have to do is just find a couple things and then you start putting things together. And for those who like to put sports gambles together, you can put a dollar down yeah. on a five gamer, hit maybe a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. That was hey, fun. You got it, brother. All right, take care. All right. That was really reminding. So there was this book called The Bible Code that was really popular in the 90s. And it was like this guy, and he's like, if you take all these Hebrew letters or whatever, like you can, but they were like, well, there's just so many letters in there that you can find whatever you're looking for. Every permutation of anything that's ever happened is in there if you're looking for it. It's just there. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello, Danny. This is Jesse Ventura. How are you? Hi, Jesse Ventura. Welcome back. You called before, I believe. As you know, I'm very much into conspiracy theories. Yeah. I have one I'd like to run by you please, if you don't. Please do. So this has to do with flat earth. Okay. I was I was thinking it seems really interesting to me the whole flat earth theory, but in my opinion, if you go to the beach and you stare at the horizon, the earth is flat, obviously. Sure. But it, but as soon as you get into a cruise ship, and you sail towards the horizon. Once you get to the horizon, the Earth becomes round. Okay. So what do you think of that? So what's the conspiracy theory here, that the Earth is only flat sometimes? The Earth is only flat when you can see it, when you can see the horizon. It's only what you can see. Well, isn't it just the- flat? It's funny because last week on the Patreon, we had a Patreon user um, he called in and we were chopping it up. We probably talked about flat earth for like half an hour, but it was very funny because at one point he, um, he, someone in the chat, I believe Zach was like, it's nice to see a flat earther who's not an anti-Semite. And then not to say he is, cause he's, I don't think he is, but he was like, and then three minutes later he was talking about something and then the Holocaust came up and he's like, has questions about that. And then we were like, uh, we were all laughing. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even really know what you're saying to be honest. So the earth is just, I think, I don't think, I think the earth is either flat or it's not flat. Well, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm saying either. That's yeah. the other conspiracy. I'm well, you probably have CTE from all those years of wrestling. The wrestling and being a governor, all those things take a toll on your own conspiracy research. Right. I spend so much time doing research because when I talk about things like flat earth, I want to make I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I will say but I the, love flat earth conspiracy, but it's not one I I like talking about it, but I don't think the earth is flat. The other conspiracy, I was wondering about the Nickelback conspiracy. What's the Nickelback well, conspiracy? Have you ever considered the question why why has he never made it as a wise man? Mm. Does anybody think about that? Does anybody talk about it? I'm the one that's asked those questions. No, I don't believe they have. Ask away. Ask away, Jesse. All right, thanks for calling in, Jesse. Appreciate it. All right, that was Jesse. The body venturous we have fun on the show right we have fun sometimes on the show um but yeah the i like the gamacho stuff too because so that stuff is really similar to the not to drone on about the hebrew israelites but in that movie hebrews to negroes that was a big thing of theirs too they go like this letter is worth four and this blah 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 and they go therefore this and you're like makes no sense how does this help me with sports betting hello thanks for calling low value mail hi hi it's uh it's john hi john how are you Uh, doing 
pretty good. I just I, I wanted to expand on the uh, the flat Earth thing. Yes, please I, do. I think I think it's actually a great encapsulation of conspiracy mindset and how how people kind of get it wrong. Sure, sure. Tell, explain. I think flat Earth doesn't make any sense to me. I think you if you go to the ocean, you see the top of a mast of a ship coming toward you. Over time, you see more of the ship. Casual observation tells you that there's a curvature of the Earth. Sure, not that to mention, said, like, yeah, and that doesn't even factor in, you know, satellites and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. That said, on the internet, I call people globetards all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm telling people the Earth is flat all over the place online because it's very funny. I see. That's the I thing. I totally agree with that. Like, that's like conspiracies are supposed to be fun and funny. Well, and I think I think it's actually like that's like a cons- it, it it is a conspiracy. Like the the way flat Earth works, I'm sure there's some true believers out there. I'm not saying well, no, no, no. It's a conspiracy. I say, I say the majority. A conspiracy and a conspiracy theory are very different things. Oh, oh, I agree. Yeah, but I think so. Like the conspiracy, of, it, it's both. The conspiracy of it is. Uh, I think most of the people espousing these beliefs are engaged in a conspiracy to make fun of other people, like to do something funny. And so, like, I feel like that's kind of generous. I think that might be generous. Possibly. I think I've spoken with a lot of people about this via in person or uh, on this show, and people really believe this. I don't think they're doing this because it's funny. I mean, I think it's I think it's a mix. Yeah, because I've definitely I, I've definitely met I've I, I've talked to both types, and I mean, when people tell you they're fucking around, you could probably believe them. When people tell you they're not, you know, sometimes it's very clear. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Like I had but, a buddy of mine, but I th- said there's this certainly yeah. Go ahead. Uh, there's certainly at least like a decent amount of the uh, flat Earth people who are like me, who just, it's funny in a TikTok comment to make people think that it's real. No, totally agree. And I think to, to be a lot and uh, for trolling purposes, hilarious. And, and I think, I think that's how even more nefarious conspiracies work. A lot of times there's no organizing principle. No. It's, it, it, it's a self-organizing thing. You have a shared interest in this case, it's this being funny but I think most most things there's no like people people want there to be like a meeting everyone had, and sure. it's usually not that it's it's usually a, it's it's self organizing. It is self organizing. Although I um, will say, and that I don't know if this technically counts with the conspiracy stuff, but like watching that Black Hebrew Israelite movie, I don't think there's anybody who believes that in a, like an ironic, funny way. There's just the people who believe I, it, and then the rest of the people <laughs> who think it's nonsense. And there seems to be, from all my researching on it, no real gray area there. But I agree with you for stuff like flat Earth, where it's like that stuff. There is people would, like you and serious people. It would take some. It would take an incredible commitment to the bit to to be a fake to be a like fake black Israelite and go out on Times Square and start yelling at saying. people like that. Yeah, if you didn't have the real belief, that'd be hard to pull. <laughs> I mean, it just takes balls to just be out in public just praising Hitler and stuff for just a joke. <laughs> Even Ryan wouldn't do that. 
that'd be that'd be that'd be quite the commitment to the bit very for committed, sure very committed um all right cool thanks for calling in uh, i like that one yeah thanks so, for having me take care, all right let's get to 100 likes we're 10 likes away i'll give away a channel membership you'd be fucking stupid not to you get a cool little green handle you get to use these dumbass emojis like dr fouch the king al bundy all of them um so hit that like button oh we got lines are blowing up hello thanks for calling low value mail hey what's up danny it's daniel from seattle daniel from seattle how you doing man can you i think you're on like a speaker phone or something where it sounds like you're a mile away can we uh, can we get you on some sort of off of that yeah hold on how's this perfect perfect so what's up all right So I have a conspiracy theory that I kind of came up with. Love um, it. Love it. Let's hear I it. think that because COVID was like engineered in a lab. Yes. And it like affects your smell and taste. Yes. I think that it is uh, designed to make bugs taste good. Interesting. So you think that they, so the, the World Economic Forum, the, the eat your bugs people, Right. They weren't getting. So are you saying that they weren't getting traction with people being willing to eat bugs? So then they designed this in order, uh, like essentially in order for that to happen. Is is that what you're thinking? Yeah. So like they want you to eat like the cricket burgers and the cricket, you know, flavored food. Right. Well, it's not cricket flavored. It's flavored. Probably tastes like things you like, but you are eating crickets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, you know that McDonald's like buffalo sauce? Uh yeah. Just Yeah, so like when I had COVID, that stuff tasted like some weird gross slime, you know? Yeah. And like I just I feel I feel like it is literally changing people's brains to well, it enjoy. Cha- it changes your taste. See, I don't know about that because the thing is is it would like I had the I had when I had COVID, like I remember I couldn't could barely taste like a super like grainy kind of like mustard, which would be normally pretty strong. But like I was talking to the, a friend of mine, Joe DeRosa, a comedian here, and he was saying when he got COVID, he's like, all I was doing was just eating the worst foods because it was like the only thing I could taste was like the yeah. foods that were like the worst for me. Because mm-hmm. they're just like the flavors in them. There's MSG and all that stuff. So I don't know if they would like I don't know if that uh, necessarily holds up because yeah, I don't know. They don't taste like bugs. I don't think it's more like a mental yeah. thing that they got to get you on board with. It's like a because again, lots of countries in the world eat bugs. Like but like, I, I couldn't even like taste like Szechuan peppercorns. Really, you know? Yeah, and like those are like really intense, like flavor wise. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so I don't know. I just I, I feel like there's speaking more of conspiracies, by the way, it's so crazy that a year ago, if you called into my show and you were like, "COVID was made in a lab," I might have been kicked off of YouTube. I know that's crazy. Isn't that wild? Like that's yeah. the thing too. Is like the people who are so quick to poo-poo conspiracy theories. You're like, so many of them were conspiracy theories, and then they turned out to be real. Yeah, and then they were fucking uh, kicking. Like I would have had like a like I'm sure there were people who had probably bigger streams than me. Who someone was like talking about lab leak theory, and then just their stream went dark. They just got yeah. mid midstream nuked. Gosh, it, it, it's it's like so horrible. Like out here in in hobo needle land, you know. Hobo like, needle land. Yeah, Where's Seattle. That? Oh, Seattle. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone says yeah. I still might get kicked off of YouTube. Yeah, maybe I will. 
But I think we've yeah. kind of debunked that one. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye. bye. Calling from Hobo Needleland, Seattle, Washington. And it was, uh, Josh says, I lost my taste and smell for two months with COVID, and it took two years for certain things to taste normal again. Some things are still in back to normal. I lost my taste and smell. I was, it was gone for, I want to say, a couple weeks. It was one of those things where I think it came back. I haven't noticed anything, but who knows? All right, we got a call. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, this is Grant Leahy from Grant Gainesville, Florida. Leahy. What's up, all pal? right, all right. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Good, big conspiracy you? night. This is yes, wild. Yes, I'm a lot of it. a lot of good information about COVID coming out. Yeah, people are revealing facts. Yeah, we're learning some facts. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is, so it I, I kind of have. It is. I was just going to say, it is interesting what you're not allowed to say now that you will be able to say. You know, it really is, and I, I, you just said that, but I mean, it, it really is insane. Like with what's going on with Twitter, where you can actually like uh, post an article that's that, that's factual, and you don't get banned immediately. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> it's the, pretty insane. Like I, it honestly blew my hair back when CBS was tweeting about the fucking Hunter Biden laptop two days ago. Oh my God. Like, that was like, well, I was what I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. This is mental. Yeah. And CBS, you're saying CBS, the one that just quit Twitter and was Correct. like, oh, I'm quitting. And then they're like, well, after this weekend, we decided we're coming back. And, right. and it was just, they were just trashed. I mean, in I, the literally, comments. I literally joked about it where I'm like, this It reminded me exactly of when I was six years old. And mm. then I, I, for some reason, like was, you know, didn't get my way with something and then I threatened to run away from my house. And then, you know, it's like the whole thing where your parents are like, well, let me help you pack your bag. And right. Then you're six and you're like, this is not how this should be going. And, and you, you know, I understand helping me pack my bag. And then I remember walking away and then yeah. turning back and you um, actually did this. This is a true story. True story. Yeah. 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 But like, so wow. I, I got a hundred feet. I turned okay. around <laughs> and then my mom, my dad and my brother were in yeah. the doorway laughing at me no shit they were dying wow and then i remember i was just like ah fuck this and i just like walked back because i was like all right they called my bluff here wow man that's humiliating i know that's harsh wow you were 11 (laughs) no i was like six okay all right i I was (laughs) hoping hoping you were younger yeah no i i had had a similar experience you know i i uh, i had a, a um like a sleeping bag packed full of, you know, uh, candles and, and, and knives or whatever. I don't know what you do at, at like that age, but I, I, had a, I, you know, I had a similar thing where I was like packed up. I was ready to go. I was like, screw you guys. I'm done. I'm going to go live in the woods. And I remember like being in the woods for like a couple hours and it was cold and dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were for <laughs> but a couple they hours. They, they didn't laugh at me though. No. Yeah. My, oh. my dad just like let me back in and he was like, you know, he didn't say anything. Yeah, didn't I mean, it was just that. this, this, this deep shame. It was just deep shame. Yeah, as it goes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is this is a fun conversation we're having. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I had a theory about gravity. I think I, I mentioned this uh, when I talked about the the cow that was on the wrong side of the fence one time on, yes. a, on a separate show. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I a, figured out that was a troll. Oh no, that was not a troll. That was actually it was not a troll. That was actually something that actually happened. Uh, it was really strange, and it was it, it, it. A lot of strange things happen every time I mention this theory to someone. So usually people get mad. I actually have a broken rib. Uh, my roommate, when I, when, yeah, yeah. Well, when I, when I told my roommate about this, like, uh, this is a long time ago, 10 years ago. Um, 
he he gotten he got really insane and he's like my kung fu is better than yours and i'm like what are you what are you talking about and then i put him in a full nelson and i was like i'm not playing i don't want to fuck with you and he's like okay and then i let him go and then he immediately did like a, a hip flip because he does like uh kung fu all the time right he's yeah. like lifting weights and doing kung fu and he flips me and uh and immediately comes down on my rib breaks my rib i still have a floating rib today because because yeah there's a whole story there um, all right, so cool. Let's let's get into this uh, this gravity business. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip uh, conspiracy theories. Okay. I think um, I'll tell you about gravity some other time. I, it, my my theory is is that, um, and I don't even think this is a conspiracy. Is that all um, insurance and all hospital stuff is all cons- is all a, is all fraudulent. It's all it's all, all, uh, oh, it's, all should, it's all scam. We, we, you go to the doctor. Last week's episode. You go to the doctor. They're going to find something wrong with you. That that's the whole thing. So so okay. So this guy broke my rib, right? So I go to the doctor and uh, and I say, hey, uh, broken rib. What are you going to do? He's like, oh, let's get an X ray. I'm like, all right. So the girl takes me into the room. She's like, all right, let's get this X ray. And I'm like, all right, you know. So I I'm like facing the X ray machine. It's like she's like, no, no, turn around. Also put this lead vest on. And I'm like, how are you going to get an X ray of my rib through my body? And why am I wearing a lead vest if you're going through my body, all my organs anyway? This is insane. Yeah. She's like, this is just how we do it. So, okay, we get the x-ray. He's like, well, I can't really see much. I'm like, yeah, obviously. What are you talking about? And so he's like, well, the next step, and your insurance is paying for this. Don't worry about it, is, is now you got to go get a CAT scan. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go get this CAT scan, right? And then what are you going to do? What are you going to do to fix my rib? And he's like, oh, we don't do anything. We don't, we don't actually fix ribs like this unless it's life threatening. Yeah. So I'm like, you want me to go pay, you want me to, this is insurance fraud. So yeah. that, that's, that's, my, like that's, that's a, my conspiracy I, theory. I feel like what you're describing though is mm-hmm. a very specifically, um, American. Oh, uh, oh, right. Cause like I grew up but, in Canada. But hey, hey, you're, you're American now. I am you American know? now. I mean, yeah, you're really, you're but... you're a traitor. You you're a traitor. You you bailed. Now you're an American man. You know, yeah, we're all we're all traitors. I think you know? one of the things I dread the most is ever having mm. to use the American medical system. I don't know oh, why because I think it actually is the best system. But I'm just unsure. If you have money, if, if you it, have money, it's the best. Yeah. So I have insurance, but I have mm. like only catastrophe insurance. So anything okay. that mildly bad happens to me. Uh, probably is going to suck for me financially. So, um, yeah, whereas, like, I've told the story a million times, but right before I moved to New York, I was in Toronto. I, I tore my calf muscle playing basketball. Got yeah. an ambulance. They gave me crutches, MRI, all this shit. Got the bill. It was $45. Hey, good talk. Yeah, I'm good sorry time. I brought the conversation down. I feel like I really depressed everybody. Nah, but have a great, have a great night. Great show, man. I'm really enjoying it. Have a good night. Later, great. Grand Lahey, everybody. Uh, by the way, shout out to everybody on Rumble. We got 277 people watching on Rumble right now. Rumble is where it's at, apparently. Uh, so thank you there. Sign up to my locals. There's a button right there on Rumble. We got a new call. Hello. Thanks for calling Value Mail. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hello. This is Taylor. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Taylor. How's it going? I'm good. Doing good, man. This is Taylor DeWitt in Texas. Uh, I've got a, a couple of notes on the conspiracy you were talking about with the COVID, losing the sense of smell. Sure. Let's hear it. Um, so I actually lost my sense of smell to a concussion when I was 10 years old. 
like 25 years ago. For life? And I can tell you, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, when you get a concussion in the back of the head, there's like a small percentage of chance that you lose your sense of smell temporarily. And there's an even smaller percentage chance that it never comes back. Interesting. So Taylor, Taylor by the way, sorry, Taylor, sorry to cut you off. Are you on a speakerphone or something? It's just, it's like a little bassy in your voice no. or, or headphones or anything? No, I'm not. Okay, don't uh, worry about it then. Um, I, I'm just going to okay. uh, adjust your levels a little bit. But so what? what is life like with no sense of smell? It's it's honestly it's the, it, it, if of senses to lose it's the best one to lose because I would imagine I, that yeah I, I didn't realize I had lost it for almost six months. Um, one day my mom made cinnamon rolls and my chubby little ass would normally come running out into the kitchen, and she came back in my bedroom like, hey, do you want a cinnamon roll? And I was like, oh, you made cinnamon rolls? And she goes, yeah, the whole house smells like cinnamon rolls. Like I don't I, I don't smell anything, and so we went to the doctor and they gave me like a bunch of zinc tablets and stuff. They, they tried a couple of things and they said, look, if you, we had figured it out right away. We might've been able to do something, but at this point it's just, it's just probably never going to come back. And so um, can you, how does that affect your taste of food? Like you can obviously still well, taste food. So that's what I was going to say is, you know, he was saying that uh, the one guy who called in said he couldn't taste peppercorn. So you can still taste that your taste buds are, you know, the bitter, salty, sweet, spicy, yeah. Um, you know, those basic flavors. And then the aroma is all the nuances in between those. So things taste very similar to me. Um, Can I but, ask but, uh, you're how old? 35. Yeah. Are you, how, are you overweight? No, I, I, I was, um, I was like two sixty-five at one point, okay. a couple of years back. And I started dieting, uh, I did carnivore, I did intermittent fasting stuff and I'm uh, about one seventy-five right now oh, nice. working out for nice. like for, two years. Good for you. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, is there some sort of correlation where if you have like, are, are people who don't have a sense of smell, like, are they more likely to be just like healthy weight because they don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like just because. Oh, because because well, so that was one of the ways I dieted was I meal prepped and I just made like super bland chicken with rice and broccoli, like you know bodybuilder. Right, right. But what I was wondering is, is everything bland to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because everything's pretty similar, you know. So like, I can eat that and just throw a little hot sauce on it, and like that's the most flavorful thing I could possibly eat. So I just eat. Besides that, it's sweet stuff like sugar. Like every Jolly Rancher flavor tastes the same, but they still taste really good. Yeah, it's almost like a color blindness, but for smell, right? You're like smell blind. Right, right, and so that's why I was like, if it, you know, if you can't taste something very specific when you lose your sense of smell like that, I would argue it's more like your sense of taste is being affected as well, not just your sense of smell. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so what what, what did this have to do with? Uh, we kind of got off topic here, but a little bit. But with well, the no. So I was just thinking that was. So I was I was gonna say that was an interesting point on your conspiracy from the no smelling thing on the on that. Um, I, I thought it was funny that as far as people believing the flat Earth, actually the very first time I heard that wasn't even online. I had a barber named Blackbeard, who's unfortunately now in prison for murder. But uh, any, anyways, he is like that, is that unfortunate? Uh, well, he was a really good barber. <laughs> um, good barber, shitty murderer. Yeah, well, it was his stepdad or, who, like, he caught him, like, beating his mom or something. Oh, no, just, he's, like, one of the, actually the good murder stories. Yeah, so oh, so he was actually out on, like, parole, and then he broke parole. Oh, fuck, um, that sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, he was good. <laughs> but anyway, he was, like, the first one. And he, like, I remember cutting my hair, and like, he was talking to me about it for, like, 20 minutes. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I thought he was joking. 
And that's when I went and looked into it. I was like, oh my God, these people are serious. Um, but the conspiracy I wanted to, to tell you about was just the whole uh, college system to me is a scam. Oh, um, for sure. It's well, totally. Obviously, everybody knows about like the, the federal federal loans and, and stuff like that, but more so like, um, okay, so academic papers yeah. to be published. There's a big company. I think it's like Sable or something. Uh, so a crazy thing about that company is it was founded by Robert Maxwell. Like um, Ghislaine Maxwell's father. Father. Yeah. Um, so so like, Robert Maxwell really, founded this academic paper company, which, what are they, like reviews, a research firm? Well, so they like review and decide like which research study or which papers get published. And it's not even like research studies. It's like academic white papers. Okay. Um, and so like, I just think the whole world of that, like, cause he wound up being a politician. He was a, a PM in, in the UK too. Yeah. And wasn't he, um, don't they say he's so, like a Mossad agent and stuff? Yeah. So, so I mean, between, you know, the American system of colleges and all this money, I think it's way more than that. I think it's like a huge, just, I mean, you can't say global, but Western, just college, just cabal almost. I mean, college, is, having come from Canada, college is way more of a scam in America, specifically because one, it costs so much more money here, but then also because right. your debt doesn't discharge in bankruptcy. So you're like, it could technically follows you for your whole life. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's a, a horrible thing. It was funny. My, uh, uh, I, my wife, had a way to get her student loan debt paid off in the thing. And then uh, obviously they've canceled that. Uh, and so it's really funny because she had paid off her student loans. I had told her like, while it was 0%, I was like, pay them off. Cause we weren't married forever. And, uh, and I convinced her to pay them off. And then they do that. And uh, they actually let her refund all of the payments up until, or, or that, that came after the freeze point, like July of 2020 or something. Yeah. Um, and so she got like a huge amount refunded back to her and then they were, we were going to try to get that applied for. And now it's paused, which personally I'm for, but we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, all right. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Someone's asking about JJ in the chat, by the way, our boy, JJ Lieberman, he is going to be joining me first guest ever on the next female dating strategy stream, which will be probably next Sunday. So, y'all have been warned. Hello? And they're gone. Conspiracy? I think so. By the way, 150 likes, 16 more likes, and I'll give away another channel membership. So, smash, give the old smash ol on those likes. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the college thing in, in America, it seems like a scam everywhere except for places where it's free. Unless it's paid for by taxes, but specifically in America, biggest scam. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, well, I I have, it's not really a conspiracy, although the fact that people don't talk about it, the fact that it's not taught in schools, you sure. know, starts to feel like it a bit. Uh, have you heard about Xenon? Xenon-129? Xenon-129. Sounds like a planet, but no, I don't know it. It's uh, it's an isotope um, that only it only exists after nuclear explosions. Okay. Uh, artificial or natural, although natural ones don't really happen that often. 
Natural um, being like something, some sort of thing in space, essentially? Like a cosmic event, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so there's shit tons of Xenon-129 on Mars. Okay. Like enough that it, like maybe 500 nuclear explosions or something like that. Like basically the only explanation for that much Xenon being on Mars is that there was a nuclear holocaust that annihilated the entire surface of the planet. Of Mars. Yeah, and like Earth has xenon, but it's like specifically on the core samples. It starts after the first one we know we set off, and there's none ever before that. So, sorry, say that again. What do you mean it starts after the first one? Well, like the first one, whatever the man, the first Manhattan test, right? Right, created the first because this isotope, the half life, it's like millions, billions of years. Okay, I think one two four has like a thirteen billion. Year one, so one two nines may be different, but you know we're talking that, huge half life. Yeah, yeah, massive. Yeah. So and and there's there's none on Earth that predates the forties. So interesting. I don't. Even... Yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy theory. So and so and the theory is that what just Mars had nuclear uh, had a nuclear war or like some sort of nuclear holocaust of some sorts. Yeah, the there there was a civilization of some sort. I mean, there are some people who believe that. Uh, that like the Vedas and some of the old Hindu scriptures actually describe a little bit of this. Like if you look into some of that stuff, they, they, they describe nuclear weapons where it's like a giant fireball that destroys a city and then it poisons everyone. But like, whatever, that's like secondary, but like, yeah, the idea is that there was some sort of civilization that nuked itself to death there or, or, or else, how else do you have like the other ways where natural nukes happen in space? Yeah. You'd probably be able to tell, like, it'd be like there'd be a chunk missing from Mars because it's like pulsars and stars and shit that do that. Right, right. Yeah, interesting. All right, well, you know what? We're going to watch, we're going to add that to the list of stuff we're going to watch on the after show. Xenon 129's Mars sparked my interest. Uh, Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I'll check that out. See ya. Bye. All right, that sounds cool. Uh, I've never heard of this, uh, of some sort of nuclear... Holocaust. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, what's up? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Uh, nah, not too bad. Not too bad. Who am I speaking with here? Uh, hey, it's uh Dylan, Dylan. from Milwaukee. Dylan from Milwaukee. How you doing, pal? You've called in before, right? Yeah, I've missed a lot of shows, but oh, that's I'm okay. Back. That's it's all good, man. That's, I mean, you know, catching live anything is tough. Like, I don't think I'm trying to think if I watch anything live that's not sports. No, no, you're right. It's I catch up on Spotify, but otherwise, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. that's kind of the point, you know. You don't you don't have to watch it all live. But uh, so how's it going, Dylan? Oh, not bad. Uh, I just kind of, I guess I gotta. Well, to touch back on the last caller, he was mentioning some Hindu stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't get too much into it. Uh, but also there's these things called vimana that like Hindu people used to talk about a lot. And Are they were, you like, Hindu? These, not at all. No, no, no. Not at all. But you just, say, uh, so why can't you get into it too much? You just don't know enough. I, I just don't know too much about it. I just know of it as a concept. Like it's these flying machines that these Hindu so I just people tra- searched it and then, yeah, Vimana are mythological flying palaces or chariots described in Hindu texts and Sanskrit epics. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll put that on the list of stuff to watch on the after show as well. Uh, but what did you want to call in about? 
yeah, something a little, I guess, lighter. I, I don't know. Sure. Um, going back to that, I'm going to bring it back to Gabby Petito. Sure. Yeah, let's bring it back to the old Petite Meister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, R.I.P., of course. Um, of course. Uh, <laughs> but um, the, She's the person know, that just... got me introduced to female dating strategy. Really? Well, I would have never known about the female dating strategy if it wasn't for Gabby Petito. Yeah, because I tweeted about her, and then they put me on blast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God! And then the the yeah. rabbit hole opened. Yeah, for sure. right. It really did. So, well, I think it's all. I kind of think it. It's like all mass mini, uh, media manipulation style thing. You think the Gabby Petito thing is? Yeah, let's uh, let's do some like tricky word stuff real quick. Oh, we're doing uh, the gematria again. Well, oh, well, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know much. No, this is just like we need to get the other guy well, back to find out what number Gabby is. Yeah, it's probably, please. It's probably yeah, I don't know birth, nothing. It's probably like her birthday or how many days she died. You know? <laughs> got to be some num- numerology shit for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, but just like some like all right. So Gabby. So what's a all right? Petito. Yeah. In Spanish, you know, petite. That's petito, paquito. That's kind of like a word for small. Sure. Gabby. Shorten that up for gab. Yeah. What is that? Talking. Gab talk. Small talk. Small talk. Or talk small, though, because that could be maybe different. Or talk small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I'm with <laughs> it's you. all about perspective. Sure. But then you can even go into Brian Laundry. Yeah. Brian is an anagram for brain. Yeah. Laundry. Okay. What are you doing when you're what, what are you doing when you're doing laundry? Cleaning. Or or uh, washing. Washing. So brain wash. Brain wash. And then and small talk. Small so talk, like brainwash. you boil it down, it's just a story to distract you from. I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> there's theories How about what they're distracting you, you right from. Now? But like, How high were you when you thought of that? <laughs> no, uh, not not that high. Not that know. high. That's what not they always say. High. They're not that high. <laughs> they don't say they're not high. They say they're not that high. Well, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I, you know. Yeah, of course. Which is that, that's a good policy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it. I mean, I will say a lot of people made this thing with Gabby Petito, but they're like, lots of girls get murdered by their boyfriend. Why do we care specifically about this one? Yeah, and it's kind of just around that just whole van life stuff taking off, and it's like, <laughs> hey, man, don't be. We don't want people doing that van life stuff, so we're gonna. I mean, more scare a bunch of people, and obviously, but. It's because she was a hot young white woman, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, it just—I don't know. It's just we we put there's just you know when when they're uh, anytime. I mean, I'm even guilty of this. Whenever you see a attractive person die, and I don't know, like a hot hot chick, you just go, like, "That's a shame." Oh, d- drawn to it, you're like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, like it's just it's more of a tragedy when a super hot chick dies than if it's just like an ugly chick dies. I don't know why. It's not, <laughs> but it is to me. Uh, call it biology. I don't I know. I guess maybe. Um, <laughs> anyways, all right. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yeah. But, no worries. Take it easy. All right. Yeah. Small talk brainwashing with the old Gabby Petite Meister. Um, two more likes, and I'll give away another channel membership. So I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing for not liking this stream. <clears throat> By the way, I don't know if this is a conspiracy. I got a fucking cold for like. More than a week. Oh, everybody has a cold right now. I've had a cold. It's been um, 
unfortunate. By the way, shout out again to everybody uh, over on Rumble. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm sorry that I can't give away. There's no such thing as a channel membership on Rumble. If there was, I would give one away. Oh, we're over 150. All right, we'll see if we can. Uh, we're going to give away a channel. And again, the phone lines are open. Everybody, six four six seven ten zero nine four nine. Uh, we got another caller, but let me just give away this channel membership. Who's going to win? Hello. Thanks for calling the value mail. Danny, what's going on, dude? I got uh, two quick things for you. Hell yeah. Uh, so the first thing is just a thing that I kind of thought of. Um, I don't really believe that uh, most of the top officials in government uh, take climate change that seriously. Um I think they want everyone to drive an electric vehicle so that they can shut down your mode of transportation uh, remotely. That's interesting. Uh, Can't they do that, that with even a com- like um, the super uh, computerized like combustible um, like current engines? Like if, if you have a gas powered engine, but it's one of the more modern cars that are you know full of essentially a computer. Like couldn't they still do that there? Uh, yeah, there's probably a way to it. Um, I've always driven the old pieces of shit, so I'm not yeah, really yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure anything before that. Because, I mean, that's the whole thing now with all the car thefts and stuff. Is like it used to be you actually have to break into a car. Oh, you got to turn down your thing in the back there. Uh, can you- yeah, I can hear you. Just say, okay. You got to turn down your radio. It's like okay. the 80s, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but, I mean, they can do that now. But I mean, yeah, like all the all the co- you hear all these car theft rings, and they'll just like program a fob, and they'll just take your car from your driveway. Yeah, I know there's some stuff with like OnStar and shit like that too. Um, but yeah, that's I think it would be easier just with like everyone straight up driving a Tesla, just because yeah. they're plugged into the internet. That's but uh, that's the other true, yeah. Uh, the other thing I had for you um, was about your financial downfall with sure. the uh, with the crystals. Uh, with the crystals. I'm actually, <laughs> So if people don't know, we were talking about this on the boys cast, but I uh, got my girlfriend when we were in Texas a year ago, she got this money crystal, which is literally a piece of fool's gold from this guy who was like selling it on the side of the road. And he gave it to her. It's almost like a, like a horror movie or like a, like a, you know, it's like a, um, a Halloween type movie. It's like with the monkey paw or something, you know, cause like he just, he goes here, just, he was selling them, but he saw her and he goes here, just have this. And he gave her this money crystal, and then ever since, shit went sideways. I still haven't, <laughs> I still haven't thrown it out, but uh, just giving people some context. So, anyways, continue. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually dating a girl um, that she uh, she practices paganism and she does witchcraft, um, and she's into the crystals and whatnot. So I asked her about your situation, <laughs> uh, and um, like she's she's all in on it. Uh, I'm not. Um, but she is. And what did she think? And uh, I, well, I asked her about it. And she said it could be a couple different things, but uh, she said more, more than likely what it is is because you took the situation as like a joke or whatever, like jokingly yeah. accepted the crystals. Uh, she said it was probably bad karma that got mm. you. Well, here's um, the thing. I never even was given it. It was my girlfriend was given it. And then I, by I wasn't even given it. It was always hers. It was never in my possession. But then, yes, me and Ryan did make fun of the whole situation. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I asked her about remedies to uh, help cure your situation. Okay. Um, what she said is she would suggest that you do an egg cleanse. Yeah. Um, it's it's something to do with like rubbing an egg on your body to extract like um, 
bad energy or something like that. And yeah. then I'm pretty sure you boil it and then you discard the egg. It's it's something along those lines. So uh, it and sounds then like said, I'm going to have to shove a hard-boiled egg up my ass. Is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> I mean, if you do do that, please do it on live stream because we'd love to see it. <laughs> That's um, going to be on the Patreon. <laughs> Thank you, Shevin. No um, shit on my ass on the regular stream. Um, and then the last thing she said was you need to uh, you need to get rid of the crystals. I do uh, need to get rid of the crystal, right? Yeah. So that that was that was her uh, synopsis was to do an egg cleanse. You could look that up on like, specifically how to do it and to uh get rid of the crystals. So you know what the problem with getting rid of the crystals is? Because I obviously said it, but I was saying it jokingly or whatever, but I'm like, the moment I actually get rid of it is when I believe it. The moment I go and throw that thing out and I pick it up, it's in my bathroom right now, I pick that thing up and I toss it in the garbage is when I've officially bought into the whole... Yeah, oh, just man. have a just have a bundle of sage on hand and start burning that shit and uh and you know do the do the egg thing. Yeah. All right. I'll try what's it called again? What's the egg thing? It's an egg cleanse. An um, egg uh, cleanse. Yeah, it, it's something about transferring like the bad energy into the egg and then you discard it. Okay. Uh, I can't talk you through the specific I, I see steps, it right now. It, it says how wiki how how to do an egg cleanse. Maybe we'll maybe we'll give a look at that on the uh, after show as well. Now, question: So, your girl this is your girlfriend. How long have you been together? Uh, two months, I think. Now we've just been kind of hanging out. Cool. And so she's. Did you know from the jump that she was a witch? Uh, I did. Yeah. Um. She. Uh. Her family has been practicing, um, Norse paganism for generations. Like from the time her, uh family way back when immigrated here from uh norway okay uh, they've been practicing uh norse paganism and has, and have then, you seen any cool things that she's done or is it just like a lot of chick nonsense um it, it's mostly the girl stuff that you talk about um i don't really buy into it um it's it's her thing i don't really you know give her shit for it but um but like i mean at some point you're gonna be like having a you know sour mood and she's like all right we gotta egg cleanse you like you know the longer (laughs) you're in this relationship with her the more you're gonna have to buy into this stuff to a degree well here's the thing is i'm actually moving states pretty soon so we're not we're not like getting super serious we're just hanging out and enjoying each other's company but what if she's casting a spell right now for you to like fuck up your life so you have to stay why I asked her that, I was like, when I move, are you going to, are you going to like, uh, hex me? And, uh, she's like, no, I won't do that to you unless you piss me off. But, uh, yeah, I don't apparently it. she's, <laughs> she said, she claims that, um, her mom has, uh, hexed people to make them shit them, shit their pants and that it's worked. So, so take that for what you will. Interesting. Making people shit their pants. All right, that's a uh, all right. That's an interesting one. Well, I'm gonna check out this egg cleanse. Um, sounds like nonsense, but who knows? Anyways, <laughs> thanks for calling. All right, it was good talking to you, man. Appreciate thanks. It. Thanks, bye. An egg cleanse, you say? An egg cleanse. That's uh, I'm looking at it right here. It says when your en- it's such chick shit. When your energy is off, you can feel it. You might be in a funk or experiencing some bad luck. An egg cleanse can help you get rid of that negative energy and feel like yourself again. Doesn't it sound like I'm doing an ad read for egg cleanses? Um, In this article, we'll tell you how to perform an egg cleanse as well as how to interpret one. Read more to learn how you can use an egg cleanse on yourself or on a loved one. I'm going to do an egg cleanse on my dog later. I'll tell you how it goes. Uh, Hello. Thanks for calling Mobile Email. 
Hi, uh, this is uh, Kevin. I've called him before. Kevin, how's it Danny, going, buddy? Right? Yes, how's it, this is Danny. How's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I think I may have talked a little bit about this before, but uh, I wanted to go with, like, I don't know. This one doesn't, like, deal with politics or any other bullshit. Whatever you want, man. But, uh, As people know, because we have a lot of first-time you know, watchers um, tonight on Rumble and all this stuff, you can call in about anything. It's always open lines at the end of the day. Okay. Also, I just to let you know, because yeah. I'm a little bit of a sit. I love you and Ryan. I, I subscribe to your Patreon so I can call in and talk about more stuff later. Hell yeah. Thanks, I, I did that before. Appreciate but, it. Uh, you're awesome, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, it. Anyways, do you know who Graham Hancock is? Because he was on Joe Rogan recently. Yeah, yeah. I know who guy. he is. I've listened to a bit of one. Of, he's been on Joe Rogan like 10 times, I want to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird. Tonight, there was a guy that uh, he he works for this like YouTube channel or he used to. They were paid by Disney. And he like shat all over that guy and like broke down how his stuff didn't make any sense. I just kind of wanted Gra- to like, how Graham Hancock not, stuff didn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. He specifically like, uh, his name's Kai something. I, pre- uh, he's a pretty popular YouTube channel. So there might be some crossover. Okay. So I thought that might be kind of important. That's why I tried to call in during the actual show. Not yeah, the yeah, Patreon. Well, yeah, no, no, anyways, but, um, yeah, he kind of took a bunch of cheap shots and he, he did have some good points about certain things about how like, uh, Certain places didn't have pottery, but do you know what Graham Hancock and all that stuff is about, or no? Uh, not exactly. Refresh my memory. It, he, yeah, I don't remember exactly. I, I see can do it pretty bot. quick. Yeah, I've yeah, been into it for a while. Give us the, the, the short I'll, I'll give a quick thing. Basically, there's all these different um, structures that are all across the world, and uh, South Park made fun of it in a pretty good way. Like, it is a little bit racist to think that people couldn't build similar structures, but they're all fairly complicated and they use similar building techniques and the materials that are used are difficult for that time period. And, uh, it's a lot of like the ancient Egypt stuff and how they like just didn't have the technology to build, build all the pyramids, yeah. Right. And so there had to be some other explanation, but he has a new Netflix special and stuff, but, um, they kind of get a little bit weird about different things, but my weird, conspiracy and i don't know if it, this is just this is what i think and it definitely depends on what day it is if i believe this or not um i think they like uh at least what they said from the Rogan special they uh there was like some weird comment impact that happened and we could have been way more advanced than we think we were and i wouldn't say they necessarily advanced but like maybe we there was like a human civilization that got to like uh like the wild west period and then a comet hit. So we had like some kind of technology, maybe electricity, and then it all got put to shit. Yeah, I got, but they're saying that was survived. like the like the Wild West kind of like maybe like no, not what... necessarily. I, that's my my real conspiracy is that the aliens that we see now are just us from a different time period that survived some cataclysm thing. What do you mean aliens? I don't know how far see, along. What do you mean aliens that we see now? Like all the different like weird like, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm rambling. I took no. a long hit right before I called. Yeah, you, you did, you dirty sorry. dog. <laughs> um, yeah. So <clears throat> all the weird alien stuff that we see now is either I think military tech or um, humans that survived a cataclysm from a long time ago. Because I mean, there's definitely like life on different planets and all this different stuff but the only reason it makes sense for uh there to be someone so interested in 
us and what the fuck we're doing, and they get really interested when we start using nuclear shit, is uh, that there's another, like, thing on the planet. Yeah, there's something else. Yeah, I wonder. I always was under the impression, because I'm like, we, we always talk about, uh, you know, like aliens and all this stuff, but, uh, like, we haven't explored, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's like something like 70% of the ocean. We still don't, yeah, that, that, we still that don't even know what the, That was like, so why, cool. Why can't they just, like, why can't there be aliens in the ocean? I don't know. So much shit we haven't. Yeah. Well, there's, like, the the ocean's way higher than it used to be. Like, there's a lot of stuff, like, especially, like, uh, if you go to, like, like, I work for Greek people, and they always talk about, like, all the stuff that's, like, not, like, there's, uh, do you know about the anti-Kathir mechanism? No. I brought that up before. No, what's that? Okay, so, um, anti-Kathir is an island, but they found this thing it's it's basically the world's oldest computer it's all rusted they had to like delicately take it out of the ocean anyways it can predict can you spell this for the... me uh it's a-n-t-i yeah uh anti-kithera mechanism yeah it's actually it's so cool like this is like my favorite it's not even a conspiracy it's like an actual thing they had to take an m it was so delicate they had to ship an mri machine to take care of it like, um, sorry, to uh, examine it instead of moving it. It's so old. And it's the anti it's like the world's oldest a, computer. Yeah, a, a example of an analog computer. predict where all the stars and stuff were. Yeah. So, Second century. I don't, know. I, I don't necessarily, Interesting. like... When I said like, the Wild West, I just meant, like, I think that humans got to a certain point that was way more advanced than we think, and then it kind of, like, got cut off. Like, it, this is another cool thing that you can actually look up that's uh, common news now. They're using LIDAR. Do you know what LIDAR yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The radar stuff. Yeah, that's on like cars. Yeah, and in stuff. South America. It's so cool seeing all like the. They're basically finding out that parts of South America, uh, long, not not too long ago, were like ancient Greece. Like there was like way more people that lived there. And basically, when we immigrated there, <laughs> we spread diseases and they all died. As happens. Yeah. I, could, I mean, I, I went to, when I was uh, like 15 years ago, I went to Angkor Wat in uh cambodia and oh, that's really cool yeah it is really cool but like at the time they're saying like that was like one of the biggest civilizations like in the world um it was it was huge it was bigger like it was bigger than london england at the time um and then they just you know a few things shit hit the fan and then it's just now it's like some <laughs> abandoned city it's cool shit though yeah. yeah but yeah i just wanted to call in like kind of like defend because like the this dude who has like a pretty popular youtube channel that has like millions of followers was saying like oh they think it's like they had like laser weapons like no they think that it was more advanced than we expected and then it fell apart because that explains all these giant stone structures right. and they may have had some like complicated trade which is pretty cool like um yeah and here's another like dorky theory because you know lord of the rings that whole yep. like and that series of bombed and everything. Yeah, yeah. One interesting thing, when people would interview the guy who wrote that stuff, he would say, like, uh, they would ask, like, oh, it's like a children's story. He's like, no, it's it's based off of real stuff. He just made it into a children's story. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, they, so, like, maybe there were different ages where there were different, like, weird... I'm Irish, so I could definitely believe there was definitely little midget people living on them. Yeah. Kind of like my relatives that they would call <laughs> hobbits. Yeah, like hobbits. <laughs> I believe that. Um, all right, cool. I, I wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah. But th anyways. Thanks for calling. You're awesome, it. man. Yeah, thanks. Dude. You too. All right. Later, dude. 
All right, that was uh, that was cool, and we're gonna we're gonna check out this anti kithara mechanism as well. We got we got a lit uh, after show. Actually, we have a lot of fun stuff, a lot of cool notes I made. Um, again, shout out to everybody, Rumble, the YouTubers. Uh, we're gonna go another twenty some odd ish minutes because we started late. Again, apologies um, for the late. The Kazarians. That's another thing too. With all the uh, someone said in the chat, Drew M. Ancient Kazarians were the true Atlanteans, and then. Oh, here we go. We got our man, Chad Turnup. What's up, Chad? What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. It's a great show tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun one. It's, uh, man, the conspiracy shows are always the best. Uh, I know. I always have the fun ones. You had one of my favorite conspiracies, actually. I think I talked about it last time with the New England Patriots. Oh, yeah. That they were installed yeah, by the U.S. government after 9-11. Um, yeah. I still believe it. Yeah, I like it. Um, so what's up, Chad? By the way, people don't uh, know, we didn't get a chance to show last week because I fucked it up. Totally my fault. But Chad is uh, as a little, little uh, guest appearance on the bathhouse on the intro, oh, which yeah. was honestly uh, super funny. It was really, really well done. And Chad's music is playing in the outro. You're going to see a little outro that I started making, a little credits with all the the supporters. So that's, that's Chad. When are we going to get to see your... Uh, when are you gonna put that stuff online? I know a lot of people must want to hear it. Yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's, it's in gonna the works. Be, yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah, tease it's definitely. It. We're we're looking more at a at a January February type thing. It's right, gonna be next year. So. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so but, what's up, Chad? Yeah, man, I got I got my uh, I got my first conspiracy theory. By the I way, question: I'm... This is more of just between you and I. Did you ever get those Pokemon cards I sent you? I actually, I absolutely did, and I forgot to thank you for Excellent. that. Excellent, no, no problem. I took me three months to send them to you. Yeah, man, no, that's cool. cool. But uh, yeah, so I wondered if you had ever heard about the conspiracy theory that says that William Shakespeare wrote the Bible. No, I have not heard William Shakespeare wrote the Bible. That's like one of the first conspiracy theories I ever, I ever heard. For I was like. Oh, did he write that? Yeah, okay. So I just Googled it and it says, Did William Shakespeare write the King James Bible? Right. The King James Version. I mean, obviously, he he wouldn't have, you know, like the, it breaks down because he didn't write like the original stories, but they just like, did he help like, yeah, did he kind of just like modernize it essentially? Right. Through his, through his very, you know, well-known uh literary skills yeah which honestly doesn't actually now that you say that does not sound crazy like the king james bible came about when i think it was in like the 1400s or something like that i mean i'm looking right here the king james version author was an english translation of the christian bible for the church of england which was commissioned in 1604 and published in 1611. Now let's see. William Shakespeare. When did he live? William Shakespeare died in 1616. Yeah. So that adds up, actually. And uh, you could also look up this. Because the uh, thing that I used to hear was like the uh, Psalm 46 thing. Like he pretty much he, it was supposed to be like his signature. And that's how that's how we were supposed to know that he wrote the Bible because in, in Psalm forty six somewhere it say uh, like uh, shake and spear. 
Yeah, so so here's this is from Wikipedia. So it says Shakespeare's alleged involvement for several decades. Some theorists have suggested that William Shakespeare placed his mark on the translated text of Psalm 46 that appeared in the King James Bible. Although many scholars view this as unlikely, stating that the translation was probably agreed upon by a committee. The 46th word from the beginning of Psalm 46 is shake, and the 46th word from the end, omitting the liturgical mark Salah, is spear. That that's some isn't that some like uh, what you call it gemet, gematria gematria or whatever yeah it is it is in that kind of realm of shit yeah yeah, yeah oh, by the way I wanted to talk about that too uh, I'm so glad I, I brought that up yeah I, I don't want to be done with this one but uh, like the gematria thing I remember back in the day when when I used to be on the Tupac like uh, how Tupac died yeah it was a whole website. I mean, just full of that type of stuff. Like Tupac died, like uh, like the day he died, like how many bullets he had. I think I shot like seven times on a specific. Like, yeah, I think the problem is is that there's no rules f- for this stuff. So like, right. it's really like if there's no rules and you're kind of just looking like this is like Ouija board level stuff in my opinion because there's no real work and you're like looking for whatever like whatever clues I guess so I feel like you can eventually wind up somewhere like right. you can get something I don't know I mean yeah because you it is pretty just all over the place I, I mean, mean I do remember that that book that I was talking about how they like debunked it and they're like you could find. With all these letters, you're like, you can find anything. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's, that's wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do... There's a Gematria calculator uh, on this website. Maybe, maybe we'll get into this, too, on the after show. We got a lot planned. We got a lot going on. Um, I like that Shakespeare one, though. That is... I never knew that. And, yeah, and it, it really does kind of, like, at least timeline-wise... It makes sense. He's like the guy was the. They wrote this new Bible. The king had it commissioned, and then he's the best writer of all time. Happened to be at your disposal. Literally, although you know, there's obviously other William Shakespeare related conspiracy theories, like the fact that a lot of people think that all of his work is actually attributed to Francis Bacon. Right. Yeah. Well, that was another thing. Looking at this. looking into this uh, conspiracy theory or whatever, that they're saying, yeah, some people think it might have been Francis Bacon. Right. Dude, that would be... Imagine how fucked up that would be if William Shakespeare was just a con artist. Like, we think he's the greatest playwright, but he's actually just the greatest scam artist of all time. It's it's a lot of stuff like that. It's a... uh, I was watching an SVU episode the other day. They was talking about, like, some famous composer who's most famous... uh, piece he didn't even write or he didn't even create essentially and then i had to look it up to see and this is a true story really like this yeah so well i i can't remember the name obviously but uh it's just some well-known composer interesting uh, mrs chad is trying to get the name right now yeah yeah well um yeah well you know what drop it over in the in the chat or whatever if, if you oh, get right. it yeah yeah and uh all right well we'll catch you in the the after show hopefully oh uh, uh, oh, is she, oh, she getting it right now? She got it right now? No, I'm... I got something else, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, What's right. up, Miss Chad? Hey, uh, Danny, how are you? Yeah, you, I'm excellent. Do you want to go by your actual name, by the way? You don't have to be Miss Chad. Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to mention your joke about your uh, medical bill cracked me up. It's not a joke. Uh, I, I know. I know it wasn't a joke. It was, it was a true story, but <laughs> yeah. it just... 
it made me laugh from the entire domino effect from you telling it to the guy thinking that he depressed the show and then the awkward silence that happened. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm still tickled. That's, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what Canada's like. $45 bill. Although a lot of people are mad. Uh, there's a lot of Canadians in the chat and they're just like, yeah, the health system is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they're just, just doesn't bankrupt you. But if you do need some sort of like actual life-saving thing, they end up probably sending you to America a lot of times. <laughs> so there's that. Yes. Ben Shapiro has warned me of such things. Now. Yes. It's not common, but it does happen. Like I had a friend who needed like a shoulder surgery and he waited like 18 months or something. Cause they're like, Oh, it's not that serious. Whereas in America, you'd be like, yeah, we can come do it tomorrow. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that. Anyway. All right, Chad, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, no problem, man. Thank you. Chad, turn up, everybody. Uh, you see him in the chat as Chadwick, and you can find him on YouTube. Uh, Chad, turn up. He's a very talented musician. Very talented. You'll hear his. You'll hear his work on the outro. And by the way, if you want to support the show, you can get in the credits on the outro every week. I'm going to update it. Uh, we got more people every week. It's very exciting. We got a new caller. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hello. Oh shit. Hey, Danny. Uh, hi. Please turn on your thing. Hey, uh, hang on. I'm going to turn you off here. Okay. Thank you. All right, man. So, <laughs> so I just wanted to bring up one thing that I didn't uh, hear tonight. I've been around for the whole show. Okay. But um, so you know, there's likely a conceited effort happening to turn the rest of the Western world into what China's like. Sure. Um, yeah. And you know what? There was a really, really good book put out in two, uh, last year by a guy named Geoffrey Kane, and it's called The Perfect Police State. And then it has like some <clears throat> some subtitle, but it's very long and convoluted. Yeah, but I see it right here. The Perfect book. Police State, an undercover odyssey into uh, mm-hmm. China's, and then it gets cut off, into China's terrifying surveillance dystopia of the future. Yeah, so the, the story basically, t- it, it tells the story of two uh, people. One was a, I guess, like a lead tech uh, uh, engineer for Skynet, who is a Uyghur. Yeah. And he saw the technology be Wait, do they actually the call tech. it Skynet in China? Dude, it's called Skynet. Google fucking Skynet. They actually it's call real- it Skynet? <clears throat> How insane is that? Skynet China. Yeah, anyway. Is a Sky, Operation Skynet is a clandestine operation of the Chinese Ministry of Public Security to apprehend overseas Chinese as it sees fugitives guilty of financial crimes in mainland China. Which I'm, well, sure, China it's, I'm sure it does all sorts of more shit than that. That's just what they call it. it, it, it it's the name of like their, their, their like fucking head AI thing yeah. that determines whether or not you need to have money taken out of your bank account because you purchased eggs or something right. or you've been working out too much. Um, so it follows his story, but then also a story of a female uh, student who basically is, uh, she ends up getting sent to re-education camp. Uh, she's given a state-assigned husband. She's made to purchase a TV or a camera or whatever for the state to put into her house to watch her at all times. Sounds um, very, I know this is kind of overstated or sad, but this sounds very Black Mirror-ish. Yeah, it's crazy. I think what's going on in China, it's like a totally different world over there. 
there was a viral video, I think earlier this week or very recently, they're already doing the driverless taxis um, kind of thing. So they're, they're big on technology. And I just want to bring attention to that book because it's a fucking crazy book. Cool. Well, you know what? We don't have a lot of time uh, left on the show, but hopefully mm-hmm. if I can find something, we'll uh, we'll add it to the list of stuff we can discuss. We have a lot to discuss on the after show. Actually, I have like 12 tabs open right now. But uh, yeah, okay. th- that sounds good. Well, if anybody's interested in this kind of stuff, uh, it's very well reviewed. It has 4.7 stars. Yeah, it's like a legit book. And the guy's like a proper journalist. He did a big book on Samsung um, a couple of years before that was it's really insightful as well. Yeah, I mean, trying to have it on lockdown, the, the leaders there have their shit locked down. These Western leaders want a taste, and it's it's very clear with, uh, you know, it's going to be a kind of, everyone's going to be living off technology like we can't even believe yeah. or imagine. All right, cool. It sucks, actually. I was gonna, I just looked at this thing, because I'm starting to think, too, I'm like, with, with stuff like this, I'm like, I could probably just contact this guy and have him come on the show. Like, the show's kind of getting big Holy enough. Shit. Right? But, but then he doesn't have a... <laughs> yeah. I'd have to... He doesn't have a open DMs on Twitter. But I'm like... Cause I you, feel, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send a message to, to If him. you can get him, yeah. you should totally get him. Like, he like he likes my tweet whenever I tell someone to get his book. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll come on. Yeah. He'll, I mean, whatever. It's like, I'm not asking him to come into the studio. It's a phone call. Like... Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. cool. I'm going I'm to put him on the list. People, the people, guests right, to cheers. have. All right, thanks very much. Appreciate it. See ya. Bye. All right. Um, all right, we got time for one more call. Uh, appreciate you all, everybody, everybody. If we want to, 17 more likes, and I will give away one more channel membership. We have five minutes to go. 17 more likes. Um, you'd be stupid not to. Phone lines are open for one last call, 646-710-0949. We got a banger of an after show planned, by the way. Um, we got I got all these tabs open. So if that means anything, that means... Uh, oh, and the, hopefully, I don't know, is the Goob here? We might be watching some stand-up comedy from the Goob, potentially. Uh, I'm. It, it's going to be a fun time. We, we, we got a lot planned. Uh, all right, last call of the night. Here we go. Uh, we only need if we, if you guys want me to give away another membership, twelve more likes. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's up? This is Colonel Sanders from the chat. Car- oh, Colonel Sanders, how's it going, man? Doing good. All right, I got one that's about uh, COVID. Okay. And we were talking before that COVID is what's, coming what back. What is going in on? In, what is going on with the sound there? What just happened? You sounded fine, and then it sounds like a fucking. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. yeah. Did you drop your phone. I couldn't to my car for a second. Oh, okay. But I, um, I want to say last time you called me, you were also in your car. Uh, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're just hanging in the car. Okay. Anyways, yeah, um, continue on. COVID's coming back in a big way, but not for people. That it's going to be uh, the chicken or the cows will all have COVID, and uh, they'll be you know walking what, down man? over that. My- my girlfriend watches this show too, and now she's going to be stressing me out about our dog because of this. Your dog's got COVID. No, she's going to be worried that my dog has COVID. COVID, I don't who oh, cares. Yeah. But now she's well, going to be stressed. They will care, gonna, and they well, will lock down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that it's, COVID's going to come back, but in animals. Yeah, in animals, and specifically some kind of like farm animal that we get a lot of our food from, like chickens. And then well, they're, they're going to mass... And, and yeah, they're gonna, mass purge. They're going to kill them all, but we're not going to be able to eat them. Yeah, and, and push us onto you know, cricket chicken or... 
but, you know, but okay, so you, your conspiracy is that it's coming back, and then but they're gonna like are they purposely they're, they're giving it to the animals? It, yeah. They're tweaking it, giving it to the animals. The animals are gonna have to be called, and then uh, and then we'll all be eating crickets and beyond meat. Yeah. Uh, did you see the article about beyond their facilities too? Yeah, it's like then there full was, of mold and shit. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Yeah, I feel, I almost I don't want to say the that experiment failed to beyond me because I'm like they've been making veggie burgers forever, but you're like yeah, they're but, making like black bean burgers or whatever. It's, it's but not like the yeah, yeah, but like the soy burgers they're making now. But like now after like the beyond the dust is kind of settled on this stuff, and you're like yeah, it's just like a veggie burger. I don't know. Yeah, you made a little better version of a veggie burger. I don't I don't know. It's not like this is that novel, but uh, yeah. yeah well, so, that's my that's my wacky theory. That's the wacky theory. Interesting. Well, I hope not. As a consumer yeah, I do like eating meat, chicken, but you don't think there's gonna be lockdowns because of this? Uh, I think it'll really impact uh, food production. Like maybe people will lose jobs in food production because things will be changing so rapidly. But you know, we never know. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Let's All right, get back to the show. Take care. All right, that's been uh, that has been the show, everybody. We're at 193 likes, uh, be, because oh, we have one more, sh- we have one more caller. Last, last minute. Oh, and then it went away. Oh no, that's sad. Um, back on the drums. 23 dropped a super chat that says, "What kind of virus can infect every animal?" That's a good question. I don't know. Is that a joke? Hello. Daddy. All right, last caller of the night from my home country. Yeah, so I want to say one second. Let me just step up and give me like three seconds. All right. Yeah, I wanted to follow up on uh, uh, one of the previous callers. uh, They were talking about that whole uh, Shakespeare. Yeah, the uh, Shakespeare and the King James Bible, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I just wanted to add a couple of details in case anyone is – is still thinking Shakespeare wrote any of his uh, greatest plays. Okay. Uh, there's, um, uh, there's a few ways to uh, look into it. Actually, most of this information I got from, um, this is, uh, from a court case. There was a guy, I forget, like in the 80s or 90s, and uh, he, had, uh, he had compiled so much information on, um, on this whole theory that Shakespeare didn't write shit that he had like a, a, a popular forum where he was spreading this information or a popular website and then a bunch of Shakespeare fanboys, they got mad at him and they decided to take him to court for, I don't know, shitting on their favorite playwright. Okay. And so do you have yeah, any so, more details that I can find this? There's like the, there's like a Shakespeare lawsuit. Uh, it's, it's, uh, dude, I don't remember the names of shit, but uh, okay. th- there's gotta be a way to find it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So it, it goes to court. And so, um, and so the guy, the guy brings out all, all his guns, right? So he's got, uh, like some of the information, uh, so some of it is circumstantial. Some of it is, uh, more or less direct. Like, for example, if you take a look at, uh, at one of the, uh, like in, in some of the original, um, uh, pieces of paper left over from that time uh yeah. there, if you take a look at some of the those uh really fancy calligraphy letters at the beginning of a chapter uh there's one uh that starts with a b right and so if you take a look at all of the fancy squiggly lines around the b it spells out uh francis bacon oh. and 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, so th- th- that's one of the more direct uh, pieces of evidence. Uh, but like some of the less direct stuff is uh, his, uh, his lexicon um, count, the amount of words that he used in his writing. All right. Like, for example, uh, like an average person uses about like 1,200 words in their lexicon. Uh, someone educated will get to uh, two, three thousand. Uh, you know, once you get above four thousand, like you're, you know, you're up there. Like you're, uh, you must be like hella educated. And you know, the, and to, to get to about ten thousand or more, it takes a lot of skill. And in fact, uh, people over ten thousand, or especially so at the time, uh, well, so um, Shakespeare's lexicon was around fourteen thousand words uh okay. one of the highest of all time yeah and uh and people like that are born about once a century like it, like somewhere like there uh, at, at any time within uh within 100 years in the world uh you will find one person in the whole world just one person is able to uh, handle that many words all at once and in fact at the time there was already uh a dude in china who um i think it was i think china he he already had that many words in his lexicon. And then at the same time, this, this, you know, kind of anomaly, statistical anomaly happens where in another part of the world, there's all of a sudden this other dude, right? And, uh, you know, and more circumstantial stuff is, uh, like, if you take a look at uh, a lot of his early writings, it's garbage. You know, the the lexicon is tiny, and then fairly quickly, the lexicon just, like, uh, just jumps up. And, uh, yeah, and so, and if you think about, you know, if you're... um, if you're high up there in the uh, in British uh, political system, you know you're rubbing shoulders with the kings and queens and all those um, politicians, and you want to say something that is potentially controversial. The last thing you want to do is release it as your own uh, writing. So they found someone who was an actual like playwright who who, who would make plays. He wasn't that great, but they just kind of used them as a used him. Yeah, yeah, they used them as a way to uh, write. Yeah, to, to release write a lot of they, the stuff that they wanted to release. Right, right, gotcha. Crazy. Yeah, uh, you know what? Been, well, we might delve into some yeah. of this stuff as well on the uh, after show because this is very interesting. For sure. And, and just last thing, and it might have been more than just Francis Bacon. There could have been a whole bunch of people that were using him uh, to pass off their plays. Uh, but by far, the the one person that matches. Uh, all the descriptions uh, of this uh, would be. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So okay. So it, it was either. K, uh, sorry, it was either Francis Bacon that had 14K, and Shakespeare at the same time. So okay, yeah. I think it was. It happened to be that there were three people. There was a. There was a dude in China, then Francis Bacon, then Shakespeare, all at the si- all at the same time in one part of the world. There are these two absolute geniuses out of nowhere, or it was just Francis Bacon. It makes a lot, whole lot more sense. Interesting. All right. Well, we're going to delve into this on the after show, too, if we have time for all this stuff. Uh, but thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. I did. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye. All right. That's been the show, everybody. Uh, appreciate you all uh, for joining me. This was a fun episode, man. These conspiracy episodes are fun as shit. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you to everybody on Rumble. Uh, we have 325 people watching on Rumble right now. I appreciate you all. Uh, if you want to join the after show, just uh, sign up on Locals, support me on Locals, and then you can get access to the after show. The link is there right now. We're going to start in about 10 minutes. I just got to go uh, get some water, chill for a minute. Again, thank you very much, everybody. Tomorrow, new episode of The Bathhouse at 10.30 p.m. live from the Stan Comedy Club Green Room in New York City. Always a fun time. 
Uh, thank you very much, everybody, again. I'll see some of you shortly. Welcome to all the new members and the rest of you. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Sorry if this outro is too loud, but I'll turn it down quickly. Good night. Yeah.